0: Our theme today is journeys. You may have gathered that by looking at uh, the wonderful slide. Sam actually made, Sam made the order of service. So a big round of applause for Sam. Very humbly sitting in a corner down there, it's great. And that's the theme I want to explore for a little while this morning. And there's a bit of guesswork in terms of distance of travel. And uh, first dibs will go to anyone under 20. So I'll ask a few questions as we travel. And if you're under 20, you've got the uh, first go at uh, giving an answer. And there are prizes. So uh, do watch out. My longest journey this year uh, was from London to Hong Kong. And then back again from Hong Kong to London. How far roughly is that? I've got, I've got uh, the distances in miles and kilometres. So we go... With either way, anyone under 20 want to hazard a guess, London to Hong Kong? Any hands up there? Yes, okay.
1: 5,000
0: miles? 5,000 miles. Do you want to shout out what you think? 2,500, she's halved it. Anyone else? 10,000 miles. Well, wow. one more attempt. 4,000. Well, actually, the answer is one at the back. 6,000. Who told you? Right, Eleanor. If you ask Google, you're instantly disqualified. And God is our judge. And just thinking of Glennie uh, and Glennie. Jenny and Glenn, I always get those mixed up and you end up with Paul Glennie, but uh, <laughs> Jenny and Glenn's son Josh is flying back from Australia for Christmas, so he's in Melbourne, he's going to fly all the way. Anyone under 20 want to hazard a guess, Melbourne to London? Yes, you want to have another guess? 5,000 miles, any other guesses? Go on, Ella. 8,000 miles? Twelve thousand miles. one more go. How many? Six thousand eight hundred. Well wow. anyone over the age of twenty want to hazard a guess? Twelve thousand. Sixteen. A long way. A long way. <laughs> well which which one of you got nearest to ten thousand five hundred miles? Ashwin. He said, he said 12. What did you say, Ashwin? You better share these. Okay, round of applause. So some long journeys out there, aren't there? But journeys aren't always easy. And uh, a few years ago, I think of a couple of families in this church, and they went on their Christmas journey. And I, I won't name either of the families, but one of them... Uh, packed uh, their car up, their people carry All four kids were packed into the car and all the presents were stuffed on top of the kids and they were driving out of London for Christmas. And en route, one of the children didn't feel very well. So in the middle of their Christmas journey, one of the children went <laughs> all over all the Christmas presents. So some Christmas journeys aren't as easy as you like them to be. And the very same year, there was another family. And they managed to get to their destination uh, without any of their children being sick, which was great. And then Christmas Eve, they're preparing the turkey uh, to get ready, put it in the oven for Christmas Day. And then their three-year-old came into the kitchen and was blah, all over the Christmas turkey. <laughs> And it's late on Christmas Eve, and the shops are shut. So what did they do? They rinsed it under the sink and bunged it in the oven. So that family will also remain nameless, and they're all still alive. So that's fantastic. And thinking of... Uh, wasn't my family either of those occasions. Seeing Melissa walking around there with Martha, I think of her Christmas journey. About six, seven years ago, she was in France in Limoges and she went to get home for Christmas and she had a plane ticket booked but the snow was coming in, so she thought you'd better drive to the airport early to make sure she could get there. And she managed to get to the airport, then the plane was delayed and then delayed and then delayed and then cancelled. So she had to arrange another flight. So she got another flight and that was delayed and then that was cancelled. She thought, What well, I'm gonna be stuck in France for Christmas and she managed to get a train to Paris and she had a ticket a book for her by her sister on the Eurostar and she just about had enough time to scoot across Paris and sit on her seat on the Eurostar Whew. got into the channel tunnel and the train stopped and it stayed there for 18 hours with no food and no heating But eventually she got through the Channel Tunnel and here she is today. That's wonderful. (laughs) So that's marvelous. So, how far from Limoges to London? Any guesses? Under 20s. Do I see any hands? Any guesses? Yes. Uh, 300 miles? 301. 400. 375. One more. How many? 500 That's the nearest I reckon it's about 600 miles But well done There you go But what's been the most epic journey Of this year? What's been the most epic journey Of this year? What do you think? Brexit Brexit We haven't got there yet I won't, I won't do a kind of straw poll On who's Brexit And who's Remainers Remainers Or whatever What's been the most epic journey, do you think, this year? Uh, family from our church spent a year going around the world. That was very epic. Any, anything happened this year that could maybe beat that? So family travelled around the world this year. Jenny's journey? That was a very interesting journey. She's told you about it. But the one I had in mind, and this is probably the longest journey, uh, and got the most publicity, it's Major Tim Peak. And he did this amazing journey. actually started in December last year, uh, but went throughout a lot 2016. And we're going to see the highlights in two minutes of his epic journey. So, Major Tim Peak and his epic journey. And we had it all lined up, ready to go. But uh, you'll have this kind of building up the suspense here. Shall we, do, shall we do the, we'll do the ask first of all. To the nearest half a mile, how far did Major Tim Peak? travel. Anyone under 20? So he went up in a rocket, he went round and round the world for a few months, and then came back again. Zero. Very profound, Scots, but no. Anyone improve on zero? How many miles did Major Tim Peak cover? Any guesses? Five million. Very good. Anyone else? Six million? 6.5? Six 10, any advance on 10, 14, yeah 14 million, well I think I'm not going to give you a prize because you're too cautious, he did 71 million miles on his epic journey and these are in two minutes, these are the highlights, there he is, amazing, Major Tim Peak. I think he beats everyone's journey this year, it's a fantastic story, so kids, he said we can all have a go, so go for it, make that your aspiration. Well, obviously we're thinking of the story of Christmas recorded for us in the Bible. Can you think of journeys that are part of that story? Anyone think of a journey that's part of their story? The journey to Bethlehem, yep. So Mary and Joseph journeyed from Nazareth to Bethlehem. How long was that? How many miles was that roughly? 70, 80 kilometers. Anyone else? No, no, a bit more than that. You've already had a prize. Um, probably 80 to 100 miles. And they made that journey, and they were displaced people, weren't they? So the superpower of Rome told them they had to go and register in a census, and maybe they were looking to tax people. And it was quite oppressive. They were displaced. They didn't choose to go on that journey at that time in their lives. Can you think of any other journeys they went on? The journey to Egypt. So they were displaced, and they were in Bethlehem, and then they were under threat of death. And they made that journey through to Egypt. It's about uh, 70, 80 miles to the border. And then they probably went into town. They were under threat of death. And we know that babies under the age of two were slaughtered by the king shortly after that. So like many, many refugees today, they were under threat and they had to escape to a safer place. And I think a lot of people have been thinking about and praying this year for refugees that are on the run, trying to escape the pain and suffering that they've been put through. And then he did a third journey, and they went back to Nazareth, where Jesus was brought up. Any other journeys in the Christmas story? The wise men, yep, the wise men or magi, they were probably uh, not kings, but they were astrologers, they were stargazers, and uh, they were looking for spiritual life and reality. And they felt guided by that star to come and make the journey to Bethlehem. How far was that, do you think? Any offers? A very long way. Four hundred miles. Anyone else? Who said a thousand? Naomi. Look at that. I think it was about 1,000 miles. So, well done. So there was that journey. Any other journeys in the Bible story? The shepherds, how far did they go? 50, 50 miles? Yep, it was a very short journey. And after talking about long journeys, you deserve some chocolates for a very short journey. Probably about 10 fields away. And it's interesting that, uh, you know, if a if king was born, if there was a royal birth, you'd get all the dignitaries uh, to come from around the world. But when God's son was born in this earth... He wanted the ordinary working men to be there, to come out of the fields and see the Saviour who was born, Christ the Lord. Any other journeys? Finally. Yep, we'll talk about that him in a moment. Any other journeys? They followed the star, the wise men. In the in the uh, Christmas story, the only other one I was thinking of is what we looked at last week of Mary journeyed to see Elizabeth and there was two pregnant women there and last week Bev talked about that and often if you look at the media we're talking about the rich and the famous and celebrities and I noticed a photo in the papers this week and uh, the wonderful Donald Trump uh, was there, talk hobnobbing with some business leaders. And he had the CEO of Google and Apple and PayPal and Amazon and Facebook and Oracle sitting around the table with him. And these multi-billion dollar multinationals. I don't know what they were planning or plotting or whether he's trying to get money out of them. And they were trying to get influence for him. But you think of the, the great and the powerful. But actually the most wonderful story we have in God coming to earth as a man in the person of Jesus. A key journey in it was Mary meeting Elizabeth. Elizabeth, an older woman who couldn't have children and she'd been written off as barren. Mary, a teenager, and she was pregnant and she wasn't married at the time. And both written off by society in that time, I'm sure. But when they met, those two women and the two unborn babies in that room, have done more to change the world than loads of presidents and CEOs and celebrities. And it's great how God works. So those are some of the journeys in the Bible story. I don't know if you're a great globetrotter. Some of you shoot off around the world. But the other thing I'm thinking of is a spiritual journey. And so we thought about some journeys in the Bible story. we thought about how far... Things are. We've seen the amazing Major Tim Peake on his journey in space. <clears throat> but I was thinking there's a spiritual journey as well. And in all of those accounts of the Bible journeys, I think God was involved. And we see that Mary traveled to see Elizabeth. And there were two miraculous pregnancies there. God was involved in that situation. We saw that the superpower said, Go and register back in your hometown, probably because we want to tax you or we want to know uh, who's in our empire. But God had prophesied through his prophets years before that his son, our Savior, would be born in Bethlehem. So God used the superpower census to get Mary and Joseph into the town that they needed to be in to fulfill his purposes. God wanted ordinary working men Ordinary working people to be the first to see his son, Jesus Christ, born. And God wants the good news of Jesus to go around the whole world. And so these magi, they had a spiritual hunger, they had spiritual interest, and they journeyed a whole thousand miles to be there. And God's saying, whatever your race, whatever your faith, whatever your background, he wants you to pursue a spiritual journey. And come and see Jesus. And maybe today as we celebrate Christmas, it's a bit of a staging post in our spiritual journeys. I was thinking about my spiritual journey. I wasn't brought up uh, to be in a, a choir like that or to be part of Sunday school. Never went to church. There wasn't faith or church in my earlier life. But I remember thinking, there must be more to life than you live, you die, end of And I started thinking about God, and I said, God, I give you my life. I want you in my life. And I began to feel God becoming a reality. And my problems and issues, I talked to God about. And I found he would make himself real to me and make a difference in my life. And then I've pursued my spiritual journey beyond that, got hold of his word in the Bible, and found loads of other people that love Jesus and are part of churches. When I had a previous job many, many years ago, I used to work in the City of London, and there was a guy in our office called John, and I watched his spiritual journey. A friend of mine started to uh, have coffee with him and talk about his faith to John. And first of all, he had virtually no interests, and then he started to have some questions, uh, and then through another woman in the, uh, the office, she invited him to a group called Agnostics Anonymous, So he went along with his agnosticism to Agnostics Anonymous and slowly, slowly, he began to wake up to faith in Jesus. I remember talking to him and he said, I think for me the last barrier is my personal pride. I need to admit that I need God in my life. And he said that to me and then three days later he prayed a prayer and asked Jesus into his life and he hasn't looked back since. So, how about you? Where are you in your spiritual journey? I think probably all of us, it's it's either a journey to Jesus and this wonderful card that Sam designed, the end of the, the road, is that stable and the manger. It's either a journey to Jesus, or you've found Jesus and it's a journey on through life together with Jesus. So whichever it is for you, is it a journey to Jesus? I'd encourage you to complete that journey. Or if it's a journey together with Jesus, I hope you're up for exciting adventures in the year ahead. Are you up for an adventure like the old man taking off to Paradise Falls or Bilbo finally stirring and uh, getting going with an adventure? I hope you're up for an adventure. And we can be on a journey with God because God journeyed to be with us and in Jesus he left the glories of heaven he was born into obscurity he was born into poverty but he came to be God with us Jesus makes God real to you he makes a real difference in our lives and it's really really wonderful I'm going to finish by saying what difference can Jesus make to our lives and I've got another reading and uh, Rachel's going to come up it's from John chapter one and this is just to get a sense of what jesus brings to the party what jesus can bring into our lives
1: this is from john one in the beginning there was the word the word was with god and the word was god he was with god in the beginning all things were made by him and nothing was made without him. In him there was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overpowered it. The word was in the world, and the world was made by him, but the world did not know him. He came to the world that was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to all who did accept him and believe in him, he gave the right to become children of God. They did not become his children in any human way, by any human parents or human desire. They were born of God. The word became a human and lived among us. We saw his glory, the glory that belongs to the only son of the father. And he was full of grace and truth. John tells the truth about him and cries out saying, this is the one I told you about. The one who comes after me is greater than I am because he was living before me. Because he was full of grace and truth from him, we have all received one gift after another. No one has ever seen God, but God, the only son is very close to the father and he has shown us what God is like.
0: Thank you very much. And there's so much that Jesus brings to the party, so much that he brings into our lives. And it's a wonderful thing that God has journeyed to be with us. There's a few things in there. It talks about all things being made by him. And I believe that fantastic creation, and if you travel around the world and see it, if you walk into the park, whatever, if uh, you saw the video of Tim Peake looking down on the earth... Creation didn't just happen by chance. It's a witness that there's a good God who made everything in Jesus Christ. It said in him, in Jesus, was life. And I think we want life. We want real life. We want meaning and purpose in life. And that comes from Jesus. He gives us life. And there's a lot of emptiness, a lot of loneliness. There's a sense that something's missing. But if you journey to Jesus... And you allow him to journey into your heart. He gives you that sense of real life and reality. It says he's the light to all peoples and a light that shines in darkness. And there's a lot of darkness, despair, confusion, depression. A lot of people think, yeah, what happened with 2016? All these people that have died, all the things that have gone wrong. But there's a light from heaven in the person of Jesus that shines Into the darkness. Do you need a bit more light in your life? Journey to Jesus and you'll see that light. It says we saw his glory. And sometimes we think of glory as, you know, it's amazing. Is it kind of Donald Trump-like? I'm going to be an amazing president and I'm going to build a beautiful wall and all this. It's not that kind of glory. It's the kind of glory that emptied himself of all the great things of heaven and came and was born in poverty it's a glory that's full of humility and self-sacrifice it says that he's full of grace god doesn't dictate to us god's not a bully but god does want to journey into our lives but he'll do that with our permission only if we invite him in and we see god's grace in the things that jesus did so read read a gospel See the actions that Jesus did and you'll see something of the grace of God. And it says that he's full of truth. And we need the truth. Everything's post-now, post-Christian, post-modern, post-truth. Get false news all on social media and politicians lie to us to get into power and then do something else or whatever. There's post-truth. But in the midst of that, Jesus is the truth. He's the source of reality. He's magnetic north to set the compass of our lives to. And we need that truth. And we hear the truth in the words of Jesus. So he's got loads of things to bring into our lives. And I encourage you to keep on your journey with him or continue your journey to him. And it says, all those who accepted him and believed in him, he gave the right to become children of God So you're no longer a slave or a nobody or an outsider. But you're family, you're a son or a daughter. And that's a wonderful thing. It's like a new birth. So that journey is the end of a spiritual search. But when you meet Jesus, you come alive like a new birth. And then you can journey on with him. And finally it says, from him we've received one gift after another. And God blesses us doesn't mean so much that he gives you all the stuff you might want. I think he'll give you everything you really need. But it means more that he'll be with you and he'll give you grace in every situation in life that you face. So I'm glad you journeyed here today. I'm glad you got here despite what you've been through all this week. And parents, I'm glad you brought your children to sing to us. And I just say, keep on. If you're on a spiritual journey, journey towards Jesus. Or if you know him already, think what adventure he might be calling you to this coming year. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you're with us. We thank you that you love us. We thank you that you made that epic journey from the heavenly realm right here onto the earth. And Lord, I pray for anyone that's seeking you or dreaming about you like the Magi, the seekers and dreamers. I pray that you'll help them move forward in their journey. And Lord, I pray for those that already know you that will find exciting ways to journey with you in 2017. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.